Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, broadcasting live from the plaza today, right out front of Vivint Smart Home Arena. We're here for the Utah Jazz Team Store sidewalk sale. As much as 80% off of jazz gear, Gordon. This is the time. If you want to load up and you're excited for the season to come, well, come get geared out. It's all the stuff that people were paying full price for just months ago. And here it is available to you. So, yeah. Seen a lot of folks going away with uh, plastic lots of stuff, yeah. plastic bags stocked full of jazz gear. So come down and get it. We were talking during the break, Jake, about something that really bugs me. And I, tell me if you think I'm losing my mind. Okay. Uh, you said that PK mentioned something to you that is a long-standing joke between my wife and me. He did. And, and him and his wife. And it's this. As you know, I've spent some time at the Playboy Mansion by invitation. I, w- I went there and spent the day there. And uh, I was working. Mm-hmm. But on another occasion, years later... I was on a tour of a certain Hollywood sites, uh, and we went by the Playboy Mansion, and I said, hey, look, there's the Playboy Mansion. But my wife claims she's never been on a tour of Hollywood sites. And like, a, like a Where the Stars Live tour. Right. Yeah. Because I saw where Lucille Ball lived. I saw it. And someone pointed it out to me. So... My wife and PK and his lovely bride are thinking that I'm hallu- I hallucinated the whole thing, and, but I cannot figure out who I was with, and so there's no evidence. What can I do? I don't know, but I it, can I call the companies down there and say, "Do you keep a record?" They don't do that. Well, there's not a chance. I don't think you're losing your mind, though. I, well, I, I believe you. Why are they? Why are they doubting your memory? Because sure? I thought I did, I did that with my wife, and I, 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 you know, I mean, there's plenty of jokes to be made here, but I, I, I can't figure out who I was with when I did that because I wouldn't have done that by myself. Was the, could this have been before you and Lisa met? No, no, it wasn't. Are you sure you were with a woman? <laughs> no. Could you have been alone? No, I don't think so. I don't think I would have done that by myself. Could I, one I, of the I, gals I, been with you? Uh, doubtful. It might have been a coworker or somebody. That's just weird. I, I, it's one of those. Are you doubting along yourself? The lines Don't of doubt who, yourself. Who killed, who killed JFK? I mean, I, I mean it's, it's going to be the first question I ask in the great beyond. Did I or did I not? Well, I'm, I'm just surprised that you, you're doubting yourself. You, you remember it, right? Nobody else seems to. Well, don't let them, don't let them fool you. This sounds like a like a bad plot in a movie, where they're trying to make you feel like you're crazy. Just you know, if you remember it, it happened. Okay, all right. Thank you for the vote of confidence. You're welcome. Now you got to figure out if you got to figure out who you were with. Now that is a is a real mystery. Yeah, it is. It is to me too. I I don't know. I'll figure it out one day. It'll come to me. Okay. All right, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Joining us now, he is our Ute analyst. A man who never hallucinates. 
at least not since his 20s. He's our good friend Frank Dolce with us on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What's up, Frank? Hey. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, man, it's really nice to catch up with you again. I'm glad football season is finally rolling around so we can get back on the schedule. Now, Frank, I need to get to the bottom of something first of all. Did, did, you, did Jake insult you or soccer or something? What, what happened there exactly? Yes. The short answer is yes, he did. It was very insulting. He, and then what was even more insulting was the, I, I don't know what you would, it's some, what, some trumped up fake apology he tried to offer afterwards. Which was <laughs> trumped it, up? It came Come across on, it was totally, genuine. It, it came across as totally insincere. And... I, I think I would rather that he, he just owned his original comment rather than try to make up for it with the, this blustered attempt at apologizing. Is there anything he can do to make up make it up to you? Oh, but yeah, no. I mean, he doesn't. The thing is, he doesn't really need to make it up to me. I, yes, it was offensive. The stuff that he said was absolutely <laughs> offensive. But I don't. I don't. I don't hold it against him at all. I, if that's how he feels about it, then I would rather him be honest and and tell me how he feels about the great sport of soccer and my my kids playing that sport, rather than try to you know do something and or be or be fake. So I I I don't ha- I don't think he needs to. I don't feel like he needs to make up for it at all. I have the so utmost my, my, respect my- for Jake and for what he does. Thank so you, my ta- my takeaway here, Frank, is that you're the bigger man. Oh, is that is that what you get out of this? Well, you know, that maybe that's true. That may be true. All I pointed out today, Frank, was that uh, <laughs> these guys are making fun of me for being overly friendly at Pac-12 Media Day to all of our 35 guests and being overly enthusiastic and nice. And I said it's just ironic that we're having the one guy on the show who thinks I'm mean. I don't, I don't think you're mean. I don't think you're mean. But what would be the what would be the reasoning behind? Do you think you're being overly nice? Do you think you're being overly generous to your guests at Pac-12 or you're at the Pac-12 Media Days? And and if if so, do you feel like you need to be in a position to impress those guys? <laughs> no, I. It, it was just my genuine self. I was in a good mood. I'm, I'm always in a good mood. I was happy. Coach, it's great to see you. How are you? I, I was happy to see everybody. And next thing you know, I know, Frank, I come back to Salt Lake and Hanson Scotty are playing this reel of every introduction I did on the show yesterday and just roasting me over it. I thought I was just being my normally upbeat, friendly self. <laughs> I think that I have, based on our interaction and the way that you, you know, your very truthful comments to me about the sport of soccer, I feel like you and I have a more real relationship. I feel like I know the, the real Jake more than, than probably all of the guests from the Pac-12 media days who maybe know the, the more upbeat version of Jake, of Jake. I see. Okay, I see. So, Frank, I, I have to get from you. My, my partner over here thinks the Utes this year should become like Woody Hayes' Ohio State team 
or something, you know, never pass the football at I all? I think they should run 65% of the time. Don't uh, mischaracterize me, 65%. And, and, and I get what you're saying. I get what he's saying, Frank. Uh, I mean, look, you've got Zach Moss back there. Uh, take advantage of him. I get that. But I don't think it needs to be quite as categorical as he's making it. And I'm not talking about what Troy Taylor was doing, you know, throwing what he should have been running and running what he should have been throwing, all that stuff. I'm just talking about, hey, make room for the passing game, too. What do you think? Well, uh, Gordon, you and I align on a lot of these things. And in this particular case, I think I would probably fall more on the side of over the course of Coach Whittingham's career with the University of Utah, they've, they've been most successful when they've realized at some point during the season that their, their offensive philosophy, philosophy should be based in the run game and utilizing the pass game to keep a defense off balance. I think we saw that demonstrated perfectly just last year when, when Utah finally – finally started giving the ball more consistently to Zach Moss and Tyler Huntley was throwing the ball closer to the line of scrimmage, more high percentage passing game. And, and, and in those, that, that four ish game stretch, Utah was very dynamic on the offensive side. So, and I really believe that's what Andy Ludwig brings to this team and all of his experience since leaving the university of Utah is that, he, he is going to be more foundational in the run game and utilizing the pass game and some of the strengths of Tyler Huntley running the football to keep a defense off balance. So I see, I see a, 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 a sort of a balanced attack for, for Utah this year, but absolutely based in giving the ball to, to Zach Moss. Frank Dolce with us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, talking a little Utah and Pac-12 football. What did you think about Utah being picked first in the division, Frank, and receiving the most votes in the conference? I, that's, I, I think that makes a lot of sense, and I think it's, you know, there's at least two factors. One is that Utah has, has lots of guys returning and, and everything – uh, especially on you know defensive line looks really good. Uh, probably need to fill in or, or figure out the linebacker spots, I, but it looks like they're they're going to be oh, oh, you know at least adequate in that area. Maybe better than adequate in that area. Defensive backfield looks really good again. Uh, certainly with guys like Zach Moss returning and Tyler Huntley returning, uh, those are th- those are good things on the offensive side. I'm still curious about the offensive line, uh, but I think they have the you know the right kind of crew, maybe six kind of guys, maybe even seven deep on the offensive line. And and if Utah is going to be more of a run based offense, like I think they're going to be, then I'm not as concerned about what's happening with the wide receivers. I think there's talent enough with the wide receivers. So Utah has all of the right pieces coming back, and and of course Kyle Whittingham coming back. And, and I think it's probably the second part of Utah being picked first is probably this huge uncertainty about what is what else is happening in the in the South in the Pac-12. I mean, I I I don't know. I think maybe Chip Kelly can get those guys going this year. That will be uh, interesting to see. And then I I I kind of like. Uh, Herm Edwards and and Arizona State. I would put them right up there near the top with 
with Utah. I just don't think that U.S., although USC probably still has all of the talent in the South, I just don't know that that coaching staff gets enough out of that talent, and I wouldn't be surprised to see a change made at, at, at USC after the season's over. And then Arizona, Colorado, who, who, who knows? So I think it's the right, I think it's the right pick for Utah on top based on what they have returning and the lack of, you know, real concrete knowledge about everybody else. Frank, one thing we were talking about earlier was uh, how important it is for a quarterback who is going to be in a run-oriented offense to be efficient when he's called upon. And I think sometimes quarterbacks who throw the ball like get a lot of credit, but I think quarterbacks who are called upon on those third and fours, third and fives to complete the play, uh, that's a big deal to keep drives alive. He, Tyler Huntley has to be efficient has to be effective in that regard this year, but that creates a lot of pressure on him not to screw up. It's it is the three things I, I always look at during a during a fo- football game. Probably the most important is turnover margin. I mean, I think that to me is the stat, especially in co- collegiate football. Turnover margin seems to be the one that really dictates who's going to win and lose football games and evenly matched games. And I, I always look to I, I like to look at. You know how, how you're running the football and the ability to stop the run. I think those are key statistics. And the third one I always look at is is third down conversions. The ability on both sides of the ball, the ability to keep drives alive, and the ability for a defense to get out of drives on third down. So it to, to me, it's the you know it's the critical down in any given scenario. And and I think you're exactly right. Utah's going to call on. Tyler Huntley to be efficient on third down and and there are going to be those times in the season when he has to perform in that in that scenario the the key for him and the key for this offense is to is to give themselves opportunities to be successful on third down so being super productive on first down and second down and I'd, I'd like to see those two kind of numbers improve. So now all of a sudden Utah's not finding themselves in a lot of third and six or third and seven, those kind of odd third downs, but but rather in the third and two, third and one. And I think when you find yourself in those positions, you have much more success. But with, with Tyler Huntley and now his experience over the past few years, I feel pretty confident. Um, and, and, and again, going back to Andy Ludwig, who, who I think brings a, a little more stability to the offensive coordinator position, I feel pretty confident that Utah has, has all of the right pieces to, make, uh, to, to, to be pretty successful, to be, to be one of the leaders in the Pac-12 on the offensive side this year. It's kind of an overall Pac-12 question for you, Frank. Um, one fun, fun part about going to Pac-12 Media Days with, um, with the Pac-12 is you, we see all these unbelievable quarterbacks come through. And over the years, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, Andrew Luck and Marcus Mariota and um, uh, Brett Hundley from UCLA a few years ago. I mean, these, these big-time players. Where does Justin Herbert stack up in your mind uh, amongst kind of those, those greats? Because he was kind of the star of the show yesterday. Yeah, well, that's the guy. You know, he's one of those guys that you that you look at and you just think, well, he has, you know, he has all the he has all the right tools. He has all the right right tools for college, but he has all the right tools for the for the next level too. So, um, in terms of a guy in the in the South or in the Pac-12 uh, that, that that's going to make a run at the next level, I think you'd put him right right at the top and. 
and, and, and then, you know, you just, you just have to see, see what happens. We've, we've seen plenty of those guys. I mean, and the most famous maybe in the Pac-12 is the whole Ryan Leaf deal, who's, who's done a nice job of his post-football career getting into the analyst booth, and I think that's really exciting for him. But, but he, to, to me, he looks like the, the, the guy that, that has the, the greatest ability, the greatest skill set, um, to not only be successful in you know in the collegiate at the collegiate level, but at the next level as well. And and although I think there are talented quarterbacks in the Pac-12 and and in the South, uh, I don't know that there's anybody else that has the same kind of skill set that applies uh, playing on Sunday afternoons. If you were an opposing quarterback, and you mentioned the huge defense, you were going up against that particular unit, Frank. What's going through your mind? Uh, I hope we figure out a way to run the ball successfully, and I hope I don't have to stand in the pocket more than two or three seconds. Because <laughs> if those things aren't working, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long day for a quarterback. Rarely do you, you know, and, and when we've seen Utah get damaged on the defensive side, it's when the other team can run the has, has some success running the football, and then that seems to open everything else up for a, for an offensive team. I think Utah does a great job of making teams one-dimensional and when they do that it makes it really difficult on the on the opposing quarterback the opposing offense to really get anything going so if i'm looking at utah defensively and i'm the quarterback i'm thinking we have to be good in in the run game and we're going to have to be really efficient in the passing game and if we don't have those two things working together it's probably going to be a long day Frank, thank you so much as always. Uh, appreciate you coming on with us, and I genuinely look forward to each and every conversation we have with you. <laughs> you know I do too, and it's really good to catch up with you guys again. I've been tuning in and listening as we get closer to, to football season, uh, and I'm really excited for for what's uh, uh, going to happen with Utah this year. I, I think this this is, you know, as, as we've looked at Utah teams in the past, and I think we've said this for the past few years, this is the year for Utah – I don't know if anything has lined up as well for the Utes as it, as it looks like it's lining up for 2019. Listen to Frank. He knows what he's talking about. I agree with him. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Frank. Hey, thank you, guys. Great to, great to catch up. As always, Frank Dolce, our Ute analyst right here on the Zone Sports Network. And, of course, Frank plays a huge role in the fall as we cover Pac-12 football. He'll be on the show with us. Um, I guess at least once a week he does the Ute preview show with Hans Scotty and does pre and post game work with us here on the station. In fact, um, and again, I'm very see. I have to I have to be just express how genuine I am about what I'm about to say because Frank just doubts me left and right. But he was an amazing addition to the staff yeah, last year. No he was doubt. truly great mm-hmm. yep. uh, analysis. You can't get anywhere else. Uh huh. I agree. See, now you even give me this smart alecky like, sure, you mean that. Come on, no, you're not helping you me at all. I, I agree with you. Thank you. Yeah. Why are you smirking like that? Then? I don't know. It's just kind of funny because now I don't trust anything you said. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> well, we'll play you the 35 high. How are you? And you'll uh, let's let the listener decide. So, so far, Gordon, you've only heard the 35 second one. There's a three and a half minute long one if we want. Really? To yeah. Oh, we got to hear that. I mean. Will it put everyone in a – you know what I think it might do? It might accelerate the good mood for those who are predisposed to be that way, and it might anger those who are kind of wired that way. 
Might I disagree. A, let's play that when we come back. Let's I'll not. I forward to it. Yeah. Well, I made an executive decision. Oh, let's did you now? Yeah, yeah. You did. Yeah. Terrific. <laughs> we're live from the plaza outside Vivint Smart Home Arena. Come by and see us. Uh, we're out here with the Utah Jazz Team Store. It's their sidewalk sale. You can get as much as 80% off jazz gear. You just need to come by and say hello. And uh, as we mentioned, they have the, the parking right outside the arena. It's really easy to just come park, come in and grab some gear, and uh, be on your way. So come on by and see us. Yeah. It's, uh, anybody wants to bring some liquid refreshment, bring it on by. Still thirsty, huh? Yeah, kind of. How's it going over there? Mm, parched. You know, when you looked at the schedule, you probably could have seen this coming, you know? Yeah, I know. That would require thinking and planning and this, all that And stuff. all that, yeah. yeah, all that difficult hard work. <laughs> Stay tuned. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Dennis Dodd joining us. Look at Utah. I anticipate they'll be picked to finish top of the South Division. What are your thoughts on what Utah can do and your expectation for the Utes this year? I think they will be picked first. I have picked them first. Um, they've got their best player back, quarterback, running back, wide receiver. I think defensive line, so that's a good place to start. And Kyle is the best coach out there that doesn't get you know the publicity of the other. If USC is smart, if they do anything with Clay Helton, they do themselves well to take a giant swing at Kyle. I'm not even saying he'd come, but, you know, you've got to try to get the absolute best guy out there. I think what Kyle's done there is remarkable. I think he's transitioned to school from Mountain West to Pac-12 and become more than uh, competitive. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Show 97.5 and 1280 The Zone band, today, a band of the Day today. Jimmy Eat World, their album Bleed American, has turned 18 years old today. It's brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artists inside at LiveNation.com. Austin, that's one of your favorite albums? One of my all-time favorite albums. And for the first time, I can say without any kind of joking uh, side wink behind it, I feel old. That's, that, that's, that's what happens. happens. Uh-huh. Uh, Gordon, did, uh, you've got all of our problems in our state fixed. Uh, yeah, everything much. good. I, I noticed you were over there. Put you you took off your columnist hat and put on your lobbyist hat and uh, <laughs> went over there. Uh, there was talking with a certain candidate, uh, but no, just talking sports. Well, can uh, Austin and I were talking off the air. Um, you know, Austin said, where's Gordon? I said, he's over, you know, talking to important people. And Austin and I both agree. Will you get back over there and tell him to fix the fireworks laws? Uh, uh, okay. Can well, we I'm... just get rid of fireworks altogether? Can we go down that direction? What's Please. The, what's, and I am Please. not. A, I don't care about fireworks. Am I? I feel like I'm un-American somehow. But you guys agree with me? Why are people blowing stuff up at 1130 at night? I I don't care. Get for off fireworks. my lawn. Yes, thank you. Last night, I'll tell you this. All right, so I get home from the airport about 1130. Look, Gordon, 
Look, you throw it out there. Oh, that you're looking wow. For, uh, Look for liquid that. refreshment. Wow, Thank that you. is Boy, something. That is the definite. What's your name? McCade. What is it? McCade. McCade? Hey, uh, McCade. Thanks, brother. Look at that. I tell you, we have some great listeners. Brought by some, I'm some thirsty, too. <laughs> Austin says he's thirsty, too. But we'll get, we'll get one of these up to Austin. We'll, we'll figure we'll it out. We'll, we'll get, get it up to Austin. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I'm just that, kidding. Gordon. I'm embarrassed and happy that you are begging for liquid refreshment from our listeners, but somewhat, you know, like... Well, is such a strong word. That's what you did, though. You and know, I, I could said... go for a steak dinner right now. <laughs> all I said was that, uh, that I was a little thirsty. You know, so that thirsty. new epic flash driver from Callaway looks pretty good. <laughs> I tell you what, McCabe, he brought a giant smart water bottle. Already, already got one of those. And uh, <laughs> a Powerade wow. for us all. Uh, that's... that's yeah. He went top of the line with the Look smart water, too. That. that is cold and oh, ample. Thank you very much, McCabe. We do appreciate we it. We do appreciate Austin's it. And he, uh, down here. he ducked on into the sidewalk sale for the team store as well. So maybe he'll pick up some uh, cheap jazz gear while he's at it, which uh, you can do, too. Just come on by. But let me tell you what happened to me last night. I get home about 11.30, in bed by about quarter to midnight, something like that after I get uh, settled or whatever. And you had bombs going off all around. I, I put down, you know, I close my eyes, put my head down on the pillow, and I just hear this. I, and I'm not kidding. I thought somebody was breaking into my house. I thought it's quarter to midnight. What's going on out there? Is somebody breaking in? I got out of bed, and then I realized, oh, it's just morons shooting off fireworks at quarter to midnight. And they're not even supposed to do that where you live, are they? No, it's not supposed to happen. But yeah, I, maybe we're in the minority where we're ball humbug on fireworks. Yeah, but we it's, probably are. It's not my thing. No. Or if you are going to consume fireworks, go to go to like a, the uh, the special shows. You know what I mean? Go to the bees game or the. Uh, I don't think Sugar House Park does it on the fourth anymore, but something like that. Yeah. Don't set the neighborhood on fire, please. <laughs> there you go. Thank you for making that clear. That's all I want, and don't disturb. You know. The piece. Well, we're done with that for a while now, right? Uh, no, I think it goes through the weekend. I think you can... Fireworks? You can firework it up through the weekend. I think that's the law. That's why I was asking you to lobby for some change over there. Uh, it gets back to what I said earlier about celebrating on the day of. You don't celebrate three days later. You didn't say that on the air today, but... Yeah. I said that off the air to you. Yeah, you did. Because you were, no, we don't need to get into it. No, we don't, because you broke your own rule, but you won't even admit it. I did not. You did, too. Well, I kind of did, but I didn't. But you did. But that's fine, because I think if there's anybody to break the rules for, it's your wonderful wife, but I just want you to admit you broke the rules. Now we got to explain it. I, 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 I never understand why people celebrate people's birthdays on days other than the actual birthday. And? In, instead of. That's the important part. Instead of. In other words... If your birthday's tomorrow, we're not going to celebrate it next Monday. Or we're not going to celebrate it today. That's you, what I'm saying. And, and then not have anything on the day of your birthday. So on, on your birthday. Yeah, that's it. See, and, yet, and that's what people do. See, I've celebrated with my family on my birthday and then celebrated with my friends on a convenient weekend. And you've roasted me for that for years. And here you did this, this past weekend. Your wife's birthday was on Sunday. And you celebrated on Friday and Saturday and Sunday. Well, yeah, you yeah, celebrated on. on days no, that were hold, not her birthday. Hold on, hold on. But this is where you're missing the point. It's not. It's the and. The and makes it okay. The or makes it wrong. 
Okay, you're totally just splitting hairs. No, no, I, I just am. told you. No, no, I just Texas, told you that I celebrate well, with my family on the day, and then celebrate with my friends over the weekend, and you no. bla- and celebrate with my friends over the weekend. That's okay. That's okay. But if you would, if you did not celebrate on the actual birthday, and then you celebrated on a different day, that's where I have my problem. I just want you to express the fact that uh, you're a hypocrite on this one. That's all. That's all. I just want you to admit that you're fine celebrating on days that aren't somebody's birthday. Because that's exactly no, no. what you There's a difference did. between or and and. There's not. Or 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 and. Right. That, that, that's the key thing there. Go ahead and celebrate. If you want to celebrate it all week long, go ahead. But just don't skip the actual birthday. I just want you to say it's okay to celebrate <laughs> whenever you want. <laughs> Whatever works for you, knock yourself I, no, out. No, I don't like people saying, you know, it's really not convenient to celebrate your birthday on your birthday, so we're going to celebrate it a couple days early. Why I hope not? That's okay. Who cares? No. Who cares? Me. Why? And you just broke your own rules, so why are you digging your heels because in on this? Because and is okay. You can celebrate it on multiple days. Okay, I think most people understand the distinction I'm making here. You may be the only one who doesn't. Uh, d- I mean, no, you know what I'm taking from you can, can is I I'm going to make I, these is, rules unless it's no, me no. and my loved ones, and then I'm going to do whatever no, I want. No, this is this is a selfish little thing that's got nothing to do with what we're supposed to be doing right now. But please uh, tweet at us, will you? And, and uh, whose side are you on here? Mine. Everybody, uh, every it, sane person out there realizes it's fine. Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson. Please let us know. Uh, and, and I think you understand the distinction I made, you know, but you don't. You're just ignoring it. You're blowing right through that red light. It's okay. That's what you do. But I, I invited you and Lisa, or I should say my wife and I invited you and Lisa to my wife's birthday celebration. We went axe throwing. It was not on her birthday. And, <laughs> and I didn't hear one peep out of you. That was fun. And by the way, consider next year's invita- invitation rescinded. <laughs> It's n- likely not going to be on the Ooh, I'm in. Uh, that was fun, though, wasn't that it? That was fun. Yeah, that axe throwing is it. Remember how good I got Yeah, you did get good Because we it. started and I sucked. It was embarrassing. I couldn't do it at all. And then all of a sudden, I'm the go-to guy who's winning everything for the team, hitting the specific tar- How'd that happen? You got the hang of it. You know what you. it was? No. The, the lady who worked there gave me a tip. And once I figured that out, that I could do it. It just goes to show you knowledge is power. Real quick, so we at least have somewhat of a productive segment here. Okay. Give me your uh, – lay out your North Division and South Division in order as as if you would have voted. Oh, geez. I don't know. Utes number one You want me South to go first? Sure. I'll go first. No, no, I'll do it. I'll okay. do it. I'll do it cold. Uh, okay, Utes uh, first, uh, USC second, uh, Arizona third. Uh, UCLA, because I, I think Chip is going to put it together a little bit. I don't know. That's a bit of a reach. I think though. the Bruins are going to be better. Do I you? agree with you. Uh-huh. And then I was really impressed with Josh. What, Arizona Kelly, State by the way. and then Colorado, I guess maybe something like that. I actually 100% agree with you. That's the exact order I would have put really? the South into. Uh-huh. And I do think I, I think Joshua Kelly is going to be really good, and I think I think UCLA is going to be better. They got more as experience as Chip, quarterback. As much as Chip is the way he is, he, he still knows his stuff. He does. I, I when he went to UCLA, I thought he would put it together. I, I did, and I don't know whether he will, but that's a guess. And I don't know about Arizona. That's a wild card for me. But you know, if uh, if Khalil Tate gets back on track, then I think they have the chance to be 
a decent team. All right, mm-hmm. the North, which I think is much more difficult. The North. Uh, Oregon, number one. Washington, two. Washington State, three. Stanford, four. Boy, North's going to be good. Uh, Cal. Who also should be better. Yeah, it's tough defense. And then, uh, what, Oregon State? So I disagree with you on the North. Okay. I'm going to go Oregon 1. Yeah. Stanford 2. Ooh. Okay. Washington State 3. Washington 4. Cal 5. Do you think the Huskies are going to fall that far? I do. Hmm. One, because. Do you think they don't have the athletes? I think the. The division is really good. Yeah. And I think that Washington is going to take a, a step back. I thought Mike Leach's comments were hilarious when he first joined us yesterday. And he was like, I I see they've picked us to get our heads kicked in again. <laughs> and at, at what point are we going to start believing that Mike Leach is, is going to win football games? Yeah. I mean, he won 11 last year. And I realized that they're bringing in another uh, new quarterback. It's likely going to be the Gabrud guy. What right? difference so, does that make with this coach? Right. And he finds the right guy, the guy that no one expected. And I think Stanford, I know K.J. Costello has been okay at times, unspectacular at times. A lot of questions about his ability to be consistent. Upperclassman quarterback, though, they usually win some games. I mean, senior quarterbacks usually put it together. Were you and impressed? I, I with love his, David with Shaw. His, were you impressed with uh, his uh, his uh, what his presence, his demeanor? Yes, I was. As far as a leader goes, he wants to go from eleven interceptions to five because, and this stood out to me, he wants to be the most efficient quarterback in the country. So, how do you do that? Rely on your run game, and then you make passes when you need to. Uh, That's an interesting thing to think about because if a quarterback has that on his mind all the time, then what is he going to do? He's going to double clutch, isn't he? He's not going to fire the ball when he should fire Well, that's where the senior part comes in, Gordon. I'm hoping that he's got a good head on his shoulders and can be aggressive when needs be yeah. and defer when he needs to, when he also needs to. Well, we heard Frank talk about the importance of turnovers and turnover margin in uh, in teams that are victorious. But I if if you put in a quarterback's mind that hesitate before you throw because you don't want to throw a pick, that can become counterproductive. I understand. Nobody wants to throw interceptions. I get that. But sometimes it's a leap of faith, and you got to trust your receivers to make uh, make plays. Uh, you can't complete any passes that you don't throw, though. Real quick here, most people siding with me on this birthday debate. What are they saying? Uh, let's see. David says Jake is right. Mitch uh, tweets in and says, I bet the and wasn't an exception to Gordon's birthday rule six months ago. Just saying. <laughs> No, the end was always there. Uh, Michael says, Okay, okay, but how about the people who aren't related to you? Michael says, read some of theirs? Gordon has inspired me to henceforth celebrate on every day but my birthday. <laughs> well, that gives you 364. Go get them, Michael. Good on you, buddy. <laughs> you celebrate when you want to celebrate, my man. Coming up next, not sports sports. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Check this out. And now your not sports report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
Yeah, that's what I thought, Austin. Welcome on back. Big show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone Board, Monson Jake Scott. We're on the plaza right out in front of Vivint Smart Home Arena. Come by and join us. It's the sidewalk sale for the Utah Jazz Team Store. 80% off jazz items, including $5 shirts, $8 uh, hats, and much, much more. Come find out for yourself. Time for the Not Sports Report, brought by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles and inventory. Shop online, LHMUsedCars.com. I don't think I'm going to like this segment, but Gordon... Where are we going first? Okay, I got I got something, and then I got something special for you yeah. and for our listeners. I bet. The first thing is this. Uh, I just thought this would be good for our many of our listeners. Do you know that there uh, there is a brand of boxers for men uh, that has uh, uh, freezeable wedges that you can put into the boxers to keep uh, to keep certain body parts cool? In the heat. I was not aware of this, no. It's true. And uh, you, you know what it's called? <laughs> Are we going to have to dump this? I don't know. Austin, stay stay near. Uh, the underwear is called snowballs. That, that, that's what it's called. Well, we all know why you wanted to tell this story. No, I just I thought that was informative. But there's also another. Informative. Yeah, it's also there. To help encourage male fertility, to ease pain, and to help if you've just had a vasectomy. But it also has the effect of staying cool. In the you know, I don't summer. think anybody should play soccer with frozen balls. <laughs> so have you Amazoned yourself a, a pair? No, I just became aware of it right now. What happens first? To? Look into your crystal balls. Pardon? <laughs> so... So anyway, uh, we have a little something special for you, Jake. So all, all our listeners, Jake was uh, quite friendly at Pac-12 Media Day yesterday, and we have a compilation of oh, all great. your introductions to uh, to your guests yesterday in Hollywood. Austin? Joining us now, running back for the University of Utah, he is Zach Moss with us here on the Zone Sports Network. What's up, Zach? Linebacker for the Oregon Ducks, Troy Dye with us here on the Zone Sports Network. Hi, Troy. How are you? All right. Sitting down to join us now, he is uh, center at the University of Washington, Nick Harris with us here on the Zone Sports Network. What's up, Nick? How are you? Miles Bryant with us here on the Zone Sports Network. Miles, what's up, man? How are you? Joining us now, receiver for the Trojans, Michael Pittman with us here on the Zone. What's up, man? How are, How are you? you? Uh, sitting down with us now, the head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes. He is Mel Tucker with us here on the Zone Sports Network. Coach, good afternoon. How are you doing? What's Joining good? us now, offensive lineman from Washington State. He is Liam Ryan with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What's up, Liam? How are hey, you? Man. Joining us now, wide receiver for Colorado, LaVisca Chenault here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Hey, thanks for a few minutes. How are you? Chris Barnes joining us uh, from UCLA, of course, linebacker here on the Zone Sports Network. Chris, first of all, thanks for a few minutes. How you doing, man? Joined now by the quarterback at Stanford, KJ Costello, with us on the Zone Radio Network. What's up, KJ? Joining us now, he is the quarterback of the Wildcats. He is Khalil Tate with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Khalil, thanks for a few minutes. How are you this fine day? The head coach at Cal. He's Justin Wilcox with us here on the Zone Sports Network. Hi, coach. Justin Herbert with us here on the Zone Sports Network. What's going on, Justin? Back 12 media day coverage here on the Zone Sports Network. 
Jake Scott, Patrick Kinahan, and Hans Olsen. We're being joined now by UCLA running back Joshua Kelly on the Zone Sports Network. What's up, man? How are you? Herm Edwards with us on the Zone Sports Network. Coach, it's great to see you. How are you doing? All right, sitting coach down Smith, with us uh, right now. About to throw on the headset. He's the head coach at Oregon State. He is Jonathan Smith with us right here on the Zone Sports Network. Uh, coach, it's great to see you. Uh, how are things? Joined now by running back from the University of Arizona, J.J. Taylor with us on the Zone Sports Network. What's up, J.J.? All right, joining us now, throw on uh, throw on that headset there. Running back uh, for Oregon State, Jamar Jefferson with us here on the Zone Sports Network. What's going on, Jamar? How are you? Isaiah Hodgins with us on 97.5 and 1280 Zone. Isaiah, what's up, man? How are you? Plays linebacker for Cal. He is Evan Weaver with us here on the Zone Sports Network. Evan, thanks for a few minutes. How you doing? Joining us now, running well, back for Arizona State. Yeah, the 2019 Offensive Player of the Year in the Pac-12, Eno Benjamin. Eno Benjamin with us. How you doing, Eno? Thanks I'm, for joining us. The head coach at Stanford, he is David Shaw with us on the Zone Sports Network. Coach, it's great to see you. How are you? He did not have to travel very far to uh, to join us today. He is Clay Hilton on the Zone Sports Network. Coach, good afternoon. How you doing? USC defensive end Christian Rector. We've had some headset issues today, Christian. Uh, I, I apologize. How are you, man? Uh, joining us now is the Stanford <laughs> linebacker Casey Tuhill with us here from Pac-12 Media Day. Casey, thanks for a few minutes. How are you? Sitting down to uh, to join us now, he is a cornerback uh, for the University of Cal. He's Cameron Bynum with us here on the Zone Sports Network. Hi, Cameron. Hi, how are you doing? We're great, man. How are you? Joining us now, Bradley and I, defensive end for the University of Utah. Bradley, what's up, man? How are you? Joining us now, the uh, head coach of the UCLA Bruins, the one and only Chip Kelly with us on the Zone Sports Network. Coach, uh, good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Got to hand it to you, Jake. You're consistent. <clears throat> I'm upbeat. I'm positive. I was happy to have each and every one of those guests on the show. Why kind of? Why? Why am I taking grief for expressing that? It was like you were inviting them into your home. Our airwaves is my home. <laughs> okay. The zone is my home, and I am inviting these folks right in, and I want them to feel comfortable. What's Coach the matter with that? How are you? <laughs> I mean, if you're talking to someone ordinarily on the street, do you say, Oh, hi, Bill. How are you? Yes, I do. You do? I greet you every single day with, Hey, Gordon. How's it going? <laughs> on the air. How are you this fine day? Off the air, too. Hi, how are you? Yes. Good afternoon. How you doing? Austin, do I not? Oh, no, Austin's a bad example because we <laughs> uh-huh. tease you every time we greet each other. Because I say, hello, coworker, And Austin says, good day, coworker 705. What's up, man? How are you? So in other, other words, you're taking a shot at me. A little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah uh, a little. But you're taking shots at me right now. And I do greet you with a, a positive, uplifting greeting each and every day because I'm happy to see you. Anybody out there uh, think Jake's uh, introductions were annoying after a while? Hey! Hey! <laughs> Why is that necessary? We'd like to hear from you. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. And anybody's going to sound annoying when you pin 35 consecutive introductions just right in a row. Hi! How are you today? I'm so upset. <laughs> okay. This was not how I saw today going. It's kind of funny. Did any of those interviews make you sour? Did any of them say anything that was uh, that uh, that was outstanding to you? What do you? What's... Were you as happy to say goodbye to them as you were to say hello? No, I was happy to say hello. 
Why can't I enjoy Pac-12 Media Day? I had a good time. I enjoyed BYU Media Day. I'm sure my introductions on our show that day were similarly enthusiastic. Why am I? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you sounded like the cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs guy. How does that guy sound? Uh, you know, woohoo, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I don't know. Just a little bit enthusiastic. I'm disappointed in you. That's all. I remember when I was in college, I got this new roommate you know, who was part of the uh, a group that was. And this guy, he's one of those guys in the morning who's all fired up and enthusiastic like you. And uh, I, I come stumbling out of my bedroom and I'm coming into where the mirror is, you know. And, and he says, hi, how are you? And I said, uh, just don't talk to me in the morning. We'll get along just fine. He was you. Hello, Why are you going? Beautiful difference makers. <laughs> Wait, were you you're going out in the morning to look in the mirror? Why doesn't that surprise me? I know to splash first, some water first on my thing face. you do in the morning, you got to look in that mirror. You got to make sure everything's together. You know. <laughs> Heaven help you. If Good you afternoon. How you doing? Human with a hair out of place. <laughs> oh please! Ah, oh, you did a good job. <laughs> you know that compliment would have been a lot more sincere had you not burst out into laughter after saying it no you guys did a fantastic job we're teasing you but uh what was it like nine straight hours on the air uh-huh <laughs> and i was consistently energetic throughout the entire day which is by the way my job <laughs> yeah but a little too much What's not a little too much? <laughs> All right. Whatever you say. We'll let the listener decide for himself. Yeah. Coming up next, <laughs> I'm going to take you through some of the uh, highlights from Pac-12 Media Day. I'm so excited to change the subject. We'll get to that right around again. the corner. You see, you're still doing it. Uh, you, you picked up on that, did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. You did. <laughs> Well, well, good on you. Every day. For picking up on that. <laughs> so proud of you. Every freaking day. Come over here. Every I'm gonna, freaking I'm give you a pat segment. on the back. <laughs> you know, Gordon, you are a perceptive man. I've always said that about you. No. It's always been one of my favorite not, uh, traits of yours. I'm not perceptive. I'm, uh, I'm uh, patient. <laughs> We'll be at the warehouse tomorrow, 1967 <laughs> South, 300 West, you hanging out with Tom and the gang. You always talk this way. Price you, is so low, you, it'll you, blow your mind. <laughs> Do you talk this way on the street when you talk to people? Stay tuned. Hi, everybody. More of the big Hi. show next, 975. Hey, Stevie, how are you today? 1280 The Zone. <laughs> 3-2-1-1-1. The countdown is back on the Zone Sports Network. It's the fifth annual college football top 60 and 60. As we count you down to the start of the college football season. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hans and Scotty will announce another selection. I see you on Bob. Leading up to the start of the 2019 season. As voted on by the local media and you the fans. It's the top 60 and 60. Presented by Cypress Credit Union, the Southtown Auto Mall, and Master Electrical Service. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.